excited for these. So, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Oh my god, that's delicious. Is it? Oh, I wish I could try yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could just pretend it's the 11th. This doesn't come out until after that, so. <laughs> oh, you keep it for a while? Yeah, these take me a while to edit together and shit. Oh, okay. It's kind of annoying. Yeah. I see why, like, people hire editors, because. It's a lot of work, eh? Yeah. It's annoying. Because you have to, like, switch the screen to, like, who's talking. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Instead of just, I have something that I can just like sit here and do it like while we do it. But I tried that once and I was like not capable. Oh, really? Of I just, was just yeah. switching the camera, everyone. While I was like talking and. Yeah. Not like this is a lot of work, but. Yeah. I do have to keep an eye on it for some strange reason. That's fair. Right? So we were just talking. This is our record setting heat day. Yeah. What's the temperature right now? 38 at this very moment <laughs> yeah and feels it, like 43 it feels that's fucking wild i've never been in something like this like temperature wise yeah but i don't know is this global warming is this just what we have to look forward to do you think i think so i think, I think so we're pretty much like fucked at this point yeah like Kamloops just burned down didn't it like the whole oh, fucking town or something from a forest fire? Oh, I have no idea. I think so. I might I be talking out my ass. Literally, stay away from the news. So really, yeah. Why is that? It gives me anxiety. It is a pretty anxious thing. It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When I was having like really bad bouts of anxiety, my sister told me because she works in mental health, and she was like, "Stay the fuck off Facebook. Stay the fuck away from Facebook's like, poison. It is poison." She's like, "But she's like, stay the fuck off of news, like." Stay away from it all. If you want to, like, get better, yeah. stop giving a shit about what's going on in the world. Yeah. Like, it was at the point where I needed to take care of my own mental health, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's the same reason I got off Facebook. Yeah. I was just like, this is not good. I'm just, like, picking fights with people. Like, all the time. Yeah. Maybe not all the time. But definitely in, like, big upward swings, like, manic episodes. Now that yeah. I know what those are called <laughs> now you know what they are and you yeah. can identify them yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> which we'll get into but i wanted to ask you told me probably one of the funniest things i've heard in a really long time the other day oh really what was yeah. that you're like i like those twilight books <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> right i forgot I've, about that i've never heard that before what age were you when you first read one of those um it was before shiloh so over a decade ago Oh, okay. So I was still like a teenager. I was yeah. like, I was 14, 15, maybe when I first read them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when I first read them, they were like new to me. And I was just like, fuck, these are amazing. Do you think the age that you were has anything to do with why you like those? Because I, I look back on my own life and I'm like, oh, I really, I definitely liked like certain things. Like, I don't know. I don't think I'd like Slipknot as much if I hadn't gotten into them when I was like, 15, 16. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? kind of have, like, this nostalgic attachment to stuff, too. Plus, yeah, like, the energy kind of fits, like, what's going on with, like... With your angst. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I think Slipknot and Twilight are very similar like that. Like, Slipknot yeah. had the anger that I think, like, every, like, 15-year-old was kind of feeling at that time. Whereas, like, 
Twilight is about as horny as any of the, <laughs> the kids that read it when it came out. Yeah. Why do you think I got pregnant like immediately afterwards? <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know when I got pregnant. I mean, it was probably pretty close to then, wasn't it? Probably. That's fair, though. Those fucking... Because I watched uh, the movies the other day with like a, a commentary from somebody else. Oh, yeah. And I didn't realize, like, I remember just thinking the whole concept was dumb when I saw like the first one. Oh, yeah. As a kid. And then never really watching the rest of them. And then just finally, like the other day, just binging them. Just and, hammered them all out. Yeah. Nice. And uh, yeah, they're really bad. Yeah. They're, they, they're awful. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, I really like them. Uh, I just watched them recently, actually. Really? They make me cry every time. Wait, what? Which parts make you cry? There's lots of parts that make me cry. Really? Like in which which ones? Like um, when they get married, when she dies, and has to come back as a vampire. Um. When they get married, though, what was so sad about that? I cry at weddings. You cry. <laughs> Even just watching weddings, you cry yeah. on TV. Yeah, just two people that can't act like they love each other for the a damn. Yeah. You're just like, eh. yep. That's wild. Yeah. I didn't bring an ashtray. Shit. No. Guess we're just gonna put it out on the tree. Yep. Whoops. Thank God this is my yard, and I can just clean it up later. Yep. Do you want to do that with mine too? I'm seriously so happy these these drinks are so good. They are really good. So are what they? didn't you like about Twilight? I'm really curious about this. Um, I feel like there's a lot to really not like. I don't really think there's anything I didn't like about Twilight, really? to be completely honest with you. You were fine with the... I was fine with pretty much everything. Like the main girl having some really bad acting moments. Yeah, I mean, the actress herself has some pretty bad acting she's, moments. Like, she's not all bad. No. I real like, I just thought she was terrible. I was like, oh, I don't know what happened. She was just shitting all these movies. And then awesome when she was in that uh, movies about the runaways playing Joe and Jet. Like, yeah, I love that was really, shit. Yeah, I was, I, I thought that movie was all right. But it then I watched like... the Twilight movies and I was like, oh, there's some, some moments, mostly towards the end. Yeah. Of those four movies. But. There's there's a lot of really bad ones. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to rewatch them. Cry again. Hurt we myself. should rewatch them together. <laughs> yeah. You just you so crying. You... <laughs> and yeah. I'm just and I'm just like, did you see that reaction? That was a genuine fucking reaction. <laughs> yeah. Like I think if I had to pick one, my least favorite part was it the third or the fourth movie that uh <laughs> Like a third of the entire movie was just about their inability to fuck. And it was the dumbest shit I oh, have yeah. ever seen. Yeah. Like those two people who have had sex could not possibly act like they were having sex if their life depended on it. No. It was the funniest fucking thing. I was giggling through all of that. Yeah. Yeah. I never really understood why that had to be part of it. Like why it had to be part of the entire books or the yeah. movies. Like, I don't know why she decided to throw that in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it makes me really question, like, <laughs> They definitely why? just wanted to split the last book into two movies, and they didn't have, like... Any filler? And enough story. They, were, they just they <laughs> they had to create filler. filler. You ever cried at a South Park wedding? 
No. Really? I've never cried in a South Park episode. Oh, okay. No. You ever cried in an animated wedding? No. Oh. No. Do you cry over any other, like, things in media? Because I'm really curious now. Um, funerals always get me. Really? Yeah. That's I fine. always cry. I ball at funerals. <laughs> like a baby. Really? Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. I've never, I don't think I've ever cried, like, at any public event like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Just heartless? Apparently. <laughs> Even weddings, I'm just, like, sitting there, like... Yeah, bravo, let's hurry it yeah. up. <laughs> Funerals, I'm like, looking at the watch is a little rude. Yeah. So I just kind of stand there and, yeah. Like, I went to a funeral, like, two years ago, and I was, like, one of the few people not crying. I'm like, I need to fix this. Yeah. I was like, I need, I need some therapy. Trauma. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so much trauma. Um, speaking of trauma. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. <laughs> no, I was going to ask, you've actually... I'm surprised I, like, haven't gushed about how much I enjoy being friends with you yet. Oh. Because you've done, like, since you've come into my life, you've been a lot of, like, positive influences on things, you know? Me, positive influences. Yeah. You guys. Yeah. You just, every, like, every now and then, I'm just, like, Courtney's been, like, saying that or posting memes about that. Oh, yeah. Like... I mean, you made me trust a psychiatrist. You're one of the reasons that I was. I didn't just go into him being like, he wants to sell me pills. Yeah. That's all he's here for. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I heard it. you having like a good experience with yours. And yeah, it actually made me want to do it. Sweet. Right? <clears throat> that makes me pretty happy. I, uh, I've had my psychiatrist now for, I think, two and a half years, maybe, oops, maybe three years. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I've trusted him since like day one because like he was kind of a new psychiatrist that didn't really have very many clients and I got in right away, which was perfect because like my family doctor was retiring, um, or my family doctor, she, uh, she wasn't retiring, but she didn't know what else she could do to help me. Yeah. So I needed to see a psychiatrist. So it was, I was just all in when I first met him and. Yeah, he's been great ever since. And yeah. Yeah. He's just anytime something like I can I can call him and just be like, I something's not working here. Like something needs to change. And he'll be like, All right, what's happening? Well, let's fix this. That's fucking and sick. And usually we can he either tells me if it needs to be fixed by therapy or if we can like adjust it with pills or something like that. So Yeah. So you're on like a lot of drugs, eh? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds scary. <laughs> it uh it is. I mean it's it's like definitely like a handful. You when did that start? The medications? Yeah. Like they have didn't? you just, Oh man. Have they... you just been on lots of them for like a long time or was it like a steady like build up over the years? It was a years? steady build up. Yeah. Yeah. Like it started <laughs> man. Probably after Shiloh sometime. Like, did <laughs> me and Boozy were talking about this, how people have such fucked up frames of reference. Oh, like, I to know. Me, like, that means nothing to you? Every, no, I know. everything, like, I have that, but it's 2012. But it's what? But it's 2012. 
Oh, I see. But you just have when you're when, With, when, like, when I had Shiloh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm so bad for that. No, that's funny though. She was born in 09. 09. If that makes any difference. Okay, so yeah. I was 17. Yeah. So it was definitely after I had her that I started on medication, and I had only started taking sertraline, like the Zoloft, like base. Yeah antidepressant anti-anxiety medication so yeah so <clears throat> when you start like because i don't think you you i think you said you didn't uh get your psychiatrist like way back then right in 09 no i was with my family doctor i didn't see my psychiatrist till a couple of years ago oh okay yeah so what i don't know what do you think was the big shift between like your family doctor and and the psychiatrist as far as the medication goes um I think just like with the psychiatrist being more knowledgeable in mental health, you know, like a general practitioner is a general practitioner, you yeah. know, they're not, they don't major in psychology. They don't major in psychiatry, you know, like, so the huge difference is the, the, the lack of knowledge, I, I suppose you could say. Yeah. And, um, just like. I don't know. I think that's probably about it. Yeah, that's fair. Because I've had a lot of doctors that were just like, I can just recommend you whatever you need. Like, just family doctors. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that seems to be where everything went wrong. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Especially when they're writing prescriptions. And, yeah, and they kids don't... out there don't don't need that. They need somebody to listen to them. They don't need pills. like. Yeah, and adults sometimes. Oh, totally. But, yeah. I was I was gonna say you uh I don't know. You're I, I'm really every time I think about this recent diagnosis from my psychiatrist, mm -hmm. I'm just I think about all the people like responsible for finally like helping me get there. I'm like, you're fucking one of them. <laughs> nice. Well I'm I'm really happy to hear that. Yeah. Um <clears throat> and you've been like really it always happens a few minutes <laughs> in where I just lose my train of thought. It's no, okay. uh, even but even since then, you've been like really supportive because I feel like I think we talked about like our diagnoses are fairly similar, aren't they? Yeah, should yeah. This, is this we just missed uh, a pride month, but we should we come out of the closet <laughs> while we're doing this? While we're doing this, <laughs> yeah. My name's Evan Hartman, and I'm by. <laughs> Polar. Polar. <laughs> Polar. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Second generation. Yeah. No, it's fucking. It's weird though because once you start, I don't know. Like I, I went down like the opposite path that you did, where I was like, we're just doing therapy now. Like, oh yeah. That's it. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like the thing that always worked really well with me was just learning to identify <laughs> things for what they are. Like just realizing, like, oh, that's a that's an intrusive thought. That's a thought. Yeah. Like that's not like reality. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. That guy that cut me off, like, doesn't didn't do it because he wants to like beat my fucking brains into the sidewalk. He did it right. because he fucking is just dumb a dick. and didn't look. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah, I think about that a lot. Um, we were actually having a conversation about this the other day. Yeah. Um, we might have a few conversations for the second time. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Um, 
Yeah, like... We should let this go by. That's yeah, really annoying. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. This is the fucking shitty part about doing this outside. I know. Is there so many uncontrollables? I'm gonna have to cut that bird out somehow. <laughs> uh. <laughs> They'll be like, what bird? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we shouldn't have done that. I forget what we were talking about. Um, we were talking about intrusive thoughts. Yeah, yeah, intrusive thoughts. Aren't those fun? Yeah. Yeah, I've been meaning to, like, talk to my psychiatrist about them. Or, like, maybe go see my therapist again because it's getting a little out of hand. Like, I don't know. I think Facebook almost makes it worse because you're giving your friends, like, a voice, right? Yeah. And you're allowing them to have that voice in your head. Yeah, you're allowing them to put the best version of themselves there. Yeah. And then comment on how shitty they think your version is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think along the lines, it kind of gets fucked up. No, it is fucked up. It's fucking, it's so poisonous. I'm like, Instagram's a little bit better because I feel like, like my grandparents won't be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's so, it's so much easier to just like scroll through that because it feels like it's only people that I actually like mm-hmm. versus Facebook. You just, you end up seeing like just everybody, just Facebook wants you to know like everybody's everybody. name yeah. so bad. Yeah. Well, I think like the nice thing about Instagram is that the caption isn't all up in your face. You know, whereas Facebook, like anybody can write a status and it'll be like, you know, you'll scroll through it. Right. Yeah. Um, Instagram is just pictures. Yeah. Like they keep it pretty simple. Yeah. So, it's it's just pictures and like advertising, basically. Yeah. There's lots of advertising, but. But it's not like shoving the comment section in your face like Facebook is. No, no, exactly. And it's not drawing you in by like reading other people's stupid fucking comments either. Yeah. No, fuck Facebook. I'm not going back. It's awful. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've been meaning to get rid of mine again, but I don't know. I'll probably keep it. I definitely think the intrusive thoughts have gotten better since I stopped going on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what I need to do. Because I, I, like, tried to... I sold something on, like, the marketplace there Yeah. one time and just forgot to take the ad down for a couple of weeks. I had people, just the worst people fucking messaging me. Oh, really? And I'm just, and I just, I, all of a sudden they, they just started coming back. They started ramping up more and I'm just like, oh, okay, we're, we're definitely done with this now. Yeah. Like there's no, like, if I have to sell something, go there. There's yeah. no, like, you know, check something out there that's only there. I'm like, if it's there, I don't need it. Or I would have like found it already. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's weird. I don't know anybody's birthdays anymore. Yeah. Like I'm so shit with birthdays. Yeah. But. That was that was the one nice thing about Facebook because you get a notification and then you wouldn't seem like a dick for forgetting. Yeah. But like I forget everybody's fucking birthdays. I don't know. I don't think anybody really gives a shit anymore. Like no, children do. Children definitely give a shit about their birthdays. And some children are twenty six years old. Oh. You're <laughs> talking they... about you? No. Oh. I'm talking about just a bunch of people that In I know they really oh. like their birthdays. Really? Oh yeah. god. Maybe I don't care because I'm almost 30. Probably. Yeah. I bet it'll hit you like a ton of bricks, though, when you are finally 30 in like eight years. When I'm what? When you are finally 30. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you say in eight years? Yeah. (laughs) 
I'm 30 in six months. Oh, really? Yeah. Close enough. Eight, six. <laughs> Years, months. <laughs> What's the difference? Tomato, tomato. <laughs> Chihuahua, chihuahua. <laughs> I got to keep that tooth, eh? Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's pretty sick. I brought it home, so now I just have to figure out how to, like, um, I don't know, preserve it or something. Oh, just... It's, like, rotting, and I think the the rotting part is, like, going to keep rotting. Oh, I don't know. You should Google it. Yeah, I should. Because I do not have the answer for you. No, nobody does. I asked uh, our mortician, or our embalming friend Haley, about oh, it. Yeah. She was like, I have no idea. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just Google it. Yeah, I will one of these days. I still have yet to even do anything with that magpie skull. I still gotta, like, find a nice display for that, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was that magpie that died in your backyard, hey? That was the one that Asia killed, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, or Asia killed it? <laughs> it. It hit the window and broke its wing, and then Asia came and crushed its torso oh my with God. her jaws. Oh my like, God. Like, gave it a good shaking. Yeah. That poor bird. I mean, it's a magpie, but still. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I'm happy she got to kill something, kill something. before she died, because yeah. she... She just wanted to kill things so bad. Yeah. Man, I fucking... I had, like, a good cry for the first time in a while. Like, a couple weeks ago. I was just driving, and I saw one of those just, like, wild rabbits that just live in the city. Mm -hmm. And I almost hit it with my car, and I'm just... I'm just like, oh, these things are so fucking annoying. And then, like, kept driving, and I was like, oh, man, Asia wanted to kill one of those so bad. <laughs> and I just came home and cried about it for, like... 20 minutes that's really sad but really weird to cry right. about yeah i don't know it just that was like the biggest thing i had to like be ready with like my arm tense like with the leash anytime we were walking around mm -hmm. because if she saw a rabbit she'd just fucking she would just go, go for it hey. and if yeah. i wasn't ready she would like rip my arm out of my socket yeah so yeah i don't know just a lot of good memories with rabbits and i feel like i hadn't seen one since like asia died yeah oh right Rip Asia. Asia was cool. Yeah, she was a good dog. Right. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited to get my next one, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think I'm ready. I mean, I'm not, like, financially ready, but, like... Emotionally, you yeah, are? Yeah. I'm emotionally prepared. <laughs> I am. Um, I really want to go that same route, though. I found these dogs that are, like, basically small pit bulls. They're, like, staffies. Oh, yeah. They're, like, 40 pounds. Like, Asia was, like, 70, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, oh, that would be fucking perfect. There's like a breeder like right outside of town here. You know, they're like, I don't know, good bloodlines that are like not too fucking like closely related. Oh, yeah. Like how pugs are just all like third cousins and shit. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think the second I like have the space and the time and energy for it, I'm going to go get one or two or three of those. One, two, or three. <laughs> I don't know. We'll I don't see what know happens. How many? <laughs> yeah. We'll see what happens. It'll be fun though. Yeah. I miss having a dog around. Yeah. I miss like being responsible for something. Man. I've been responsible for something. For a long time. Since oh nine. Something yeah, something that's like way more, you know. I can't wait till I'm not responsible for her anymore. Yeah. And she's responsible for herself. Yeah. I mean, I'll always, like, be her mom, but, like, I can't fucking wait. Almost there. You can't wait to what? Not be fully responsible for her? Yeah. 
Yeah. Not to like provide like a roof and and food all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I bet that'll be a nice change. It'll probably be a hard one though. It'll be it'll be cool because I think that with the relationship that Shiloh and I have, I'll be gaining like a best friend. Like she's already my best friend, but like once yeah. she's a little bit older and like kind of has like better grips on the world and stuff like that, you know, like I think we'll have a really awesome relationship. Yeah. Because I had her so young. I don't think I would have that relationship with her if I would have waited and actually had children when I was like supposed to. Yeah. You know. It probably also helps that you only had the one. So like all of that energy can go like to one place. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really glad that I didn't have any more kids. That was like I didn't want like kids to begin with. Sorry, Shiloh. Um <laughs> This will be age restricted. It'll be a while until she can see this. It's fine. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I didn't want kids. And then I ended up with one and uh, it changed my life like completely. But I am so grateful that I only have the one and I never, you know, brought anything else into this world that I, you know, yeah. potentially didn't want or didn't want to take care of or you know weren't able to yeah. weren't able to take care of exactly because so. like i mean it's got to be fucking expensive right oh it's or it's horribly expensive and it's, it's a whole nother person just they grow every work. they grow every month you have to buy all new clothes every month like yeah. all new shoes every month like it's crazy it is um i was gonna add, i don't know what i was gonna ask I had one lined up there and just refer back to your notes. Yep. No, I remember what I was going to ask. Um, so the, the generations are kind of getting poorer and poorer as they go along. I think that's a pretty like easy factoid to look up through history. Um, how long do you think you're going to let Shy live with you when she gets older? She can live with me for as long as she wants. Oh, really? Yeah, she's, she's not fucking going anywhere. Till she's your age? Yeah, I don't care. Like That's fair. Because we have a decent apartment. It is two bedrooms. As soon as she turns 18, if she wants to leave, like, she can, but I'm going to, like, there's always going to be a room for her, you yeah. know? Yeah, so. Yeah, you just, she might be gone, <laughs> but you've kind of just committed to always having a second bedroom wherever you live. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, in case she I, wants to come home. Yeah, I feel that. I realize I know I always have to have, like, a parking space, like, on my property. Yeah. I mean, it's not the same. Like, it's not the same. <laughs> but I'm just, every now and then I think about moving, and I'm like, I gotta worry about that, too. Yeah. Like, God damn it. Yeah. That makes everything just a little bit harder. But no, yours is living. Yeah, yeah. I don't want her to sleep on the couch or anything like that, you know? Yeah. So, but, I don't know. I guess we'll see how things go in the next... We've got six years till she's 18, so. Yeah, but I think kids are, like, actually going to be living on their parents' coaches or living with their parents until, like, 25. Oh, easily. With, like, that generation and getting younger, like. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, there's already a lot of people doing that. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's the norm, but, like, there's a lot of fucking people doing that because there's just, like, fucking no money to go around and people are being crippled with fucking student debt. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. I worry about the next generation. Yeah, so do I. Like, I definitely worry about Shiloh and, like, what it's going to be like for her when she's my age. Like, and who knows what state the Earth's going to be in by then, too. Like, Yeah, this could just be, like, 
a nice day in summer by then. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, ah, oh, it's only 40. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I definitely like worry about our future and stuff. I actually stress about it quite frequently. Um, but like I said, we're so close in age that like, like we're only 17 years apart. Yeah. There's a 15 year difference between me and my oldest sister. Yeah. Like, and I used to call her mom. (laughs) (laughs) So that's funny. Yeah. That's going to be fucked. Cause like, did I kick you? Yeah. I'm sorry. That's okay. I was just like, are you trying to signal me? (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay. Um, no, because I worry about that a lot, too, because, like, I want kids, and I think it's, some of that is just, like, like, how much do you, like, future plan for this? Because I always think about, I'm like, all right, I'm, like, unless I have, like, 50 grand in the bank and savings and, like, own a home and, like, yada, 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 all this stuff, like, I'm not having kids, unless that's it, because I, I'm so fucking just worried about what's to come, mm-hmm. especially after, like, COVID. Like, the world yeah. can just end. Yeah. Like, it really didn't seem like... It could. I mean, I was one of the lucky ones that just like kept working through it. Like nothing changed. Just mm-hmm. had to put on a mask. But um Yeah, I don't know. Like, do you future plan or future fear? Like a lot like that? Like, do you have these like scenarios in your head that you play? I guess that's just intrusive thoughts, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but hundred percent all the time. Like yeah. when it comes down to that, yeah. I definitely stress about that. Yeah. Like, I, I worry about my financial future, let alone Shiloh's, you know, like, like, I don't know, like, who knows what it's going to be like in five years from now? Like, am yeah. I still going to be at the same job? Like, yeah. you know, like, so. Cause I bet you're, I bet you're like in a worse case than I am, but I did the math the other day and like what I pay to just like have a dwelling, like everything that goes into a dwelling, um, it's like half of what I make. Yeah. It's it's fucking scary. And then you read that like you should spend 20% of your total income on like your dwelling. Yeah. Like that's, that's like, you know, middle class. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, Oh fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if I'm ever going to get there and that's fucking scary. Yeah. Yeah. It really, it freaks me out. Um, but I've spent so much time stressing about it. I've spent so much time freaking out about it and having anxiety like through the roof. And I've just been like, you know what? Just day by day. That's all you can do. Don't stress about it. There's nothing you can do like except like be positive. And because if you have a negative attitude, it's just going to fall to shit. Yeah. So like you have to have a positive attitude when it comes to that. And that also helps with the intrusive thoughts. I find a little bit. Yeah. When you're like. When you have an intrusive thought and then you like flip it around and be like, no, this is how it's going to be instead. Then it kind of helps like push that intrusive thought away. Yeah. So I think the first time I ever really did that was with like this podcast. Where I just, I was so nervous about starting it. And then one day I'm like, fuck it. We're just, we're hitting the gas. Yeah. I'm like, we're just, you know, we're not going to think about like the what ifs. We're just going to like fucking shoot our shot. We'll make mistakes and then we'll hopefully learn from them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know. That's, I feel like that's a good analogy for life too. Is you just got to like, you know, only really take the brakes off when it's necessary. Not when you think it might be. 
necessary mm-hmm. if the right things happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You have to protect yourself, like, financially and mentally. Like, you have to, you're, you only have one of you. You have to protect you. Yeah. Like, in all aspects. And going to, like, what either side of those extremes, like, just protecting yourself financially or just protecting yourself mentally, like, you need a good balance. Oh, totally. You definitely need a good balance. Like, because, yeah. I mean, if you protect yourself too much mentally, like, like me protecting myself too much mentally would be like, we're just going to make things as comfortable as possible. Mm-hmm. And that would be snacks every fucking day. Yeah. Which sometimes <laughs> just happens anyways. Yeah. But, you know, you need that, like, every now and then to balance it out. And then if you protect yourself fucking financially too much, you just don't live. Yeah, exactly. Like you just you just sleep and you fucking work and that's it. Yeah, pretty much. And it's I did that for a long time when I was a teenager and it was dog shit. Yeah. Never again. Nope. Never again. Yeah. It's just one job from here on out. Well, I guess not really one job. One like job where I'm really making money for other people. Yeah. You know, but never like a bunch of those. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't add up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did you ever have to have multiple jobs at one point? Um, I did actually. I uh I used to work at Happy Evil Tattoo. Oh yeah, that's a relic. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. It's a staple in my life. Um, I worked there as a receptionist. And I also worked at a bridal shop. Jesus. Yeah. That's a real like difference between the two yep yep i know but the bridal shop was like my first job like after shiloh yeah so um yeah i started there and then i ended up getting the part-time position at uh at the tattoo shop and i worked both those jobs for a while and then i was also uh helping with raves um raves yeah for a little bit there (laughs) how are you helping um like helping set up and stuff like that oh okay yeah were you going to them too uh no like we had free entry but i didn't ever like participate in them see i always i never like got into that as a kid i feel really sad that i like kind of missed out on raves oh really yeah because i'm just i'm just i'm too old yeah to start something new like that yeah it's a lot it's a lot of late nights yeah you know yeah a lot of drugs too yeah a lot of drugs (laughs) but i don't know i feel like that would have been a lot of fun when i was like younger and i could have handled that yeah not like i'm like ancient now but i definitely like could not fucking do that yeah like they all i've i've tried to like look up a couple and be like maybe i should go and then they're like it starts at like 11 p.m like (laughs) what i'll be there for 15 minutes before i'm just like exhausted yeah like and i still see people like my age like on instagram that i follow going to them and i'm just like how like why what what is going on with like your thyroid that you can just have that much energy (laughs) and not need any sleep yeah i I know i'm sure the drugs help oh they totally help but i don't know maybe i've just been like i think you're just getting old i think well maybe maybe getting old but i think like Cause I remember the lifestyle of like doing like party drugs like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, it's not, you know, if you think the drugs are bad for you, like a lot of the other stuff in that lifestyle is also bad for you. 
like mm-hmm. health-wise like you don't you know if if you're like really into ecstasy like you're probably not eating that well no you know what i mean no. you're probably not getting enough hydration no unless i don't know maybe hippies nowadays you know they share hydration checks and shit on instagram but oh yeah and they i don't know maybe they're getting enough hydration now but i definitely didn't back in the day i didn't know anybody that did i didn't hydrate yeah now i can't stop yeah (laughs) (laughs) now i'm like i fucking panic if i don't have like some electrolyte mix on me or something especially in this heat Mm -hmm. yeah yeah me too it's weird though getting old where you have to just think about how much liquids you're taking in it's kind of annoying yeah it is like, I don't know. I hope it's not that much downhill from here and not that much more. I don't know. I mean, besides, like, our bodies, like, slowly deteriorating. Yeah. I don't know. I've I I've think... seen a lot of old people on a lot of drugs for just, like, random, like, heart stuff and fucking, um, like, blood pressure stuff. And I'm just like, yep. I don't want it. Yeah. I used to work in a retirement home. Oh, that's right, you did. Yeah. And uh, I've had a lot of neat jobs. You have had a lot of neat jobs. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, the medication that they take is just, like, ridiculous. Doesn't that just, like, make you so scared of, like, being that old? Oh, it terrified me. It terrified me so much that I stressed out about it. Like, a ridiculous amount. Yeah. To the point where I, like, couldn't do my job. And I had to, like, switch positions for a little while. Yeah. And then go back to doing it after I, like, cooled my jets and, yeah, you know, sw- I think I switched medication in between there. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm terrified. I definitely, like, before I get that bad, I definitely need to, like, start taking care of myself. Yeah. And probably, like, get on steroids. <laughs> because to a certain extent, that'll just, that'll keep a lot of things ticking. Yeah. You know? You think so? I think so. That's I think, you know, I think especially if you live that life, like obviously the steroids on their own are going to, but if that makes you able to like, you know, whether or not you're competing, like be a better athlete, mm-hmm. um, especially if you're not competing, if you, if you don't compete in anything and like train like an athlete, like you're, there's a good chance you're still eventually, if you do it long enough, going to look and feel like an athlete. Mm-hmm. You might not be the very best. You know, you might not be going to the Olympics or getting banned from the Olympics for smoking weed. <laughs> right. But, right. You're st- you know, you're still going to, like, be in that good of shape. Yeah. And that's, like, you know, that's anti-aging shit right there. Mm-hmm. Like, unless you do a whole lot of tanning in your life. Like, jacked people usually look, are pretty healthy up until the end. Yeah. So I definitely need to, like, get more on that before i don't know where do you think it really gets bad like how how long could i just like keep up my doritos habit do you think i don't know um i don't know i bet it's got to be like probably like 40 45 i was thinking like 50 maybe yeah 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 i got some time yeah you got some time i got some time yeah no i'm gonna fucking i'm the second i can afford it i'm gonna get a nutritionist Oh, yeah. Because I'm just so tired of, like, I don't know. I think me uh, being medicated is going to help, though, too. Oh, yeah. Like, I still didn't take those ones. I'm so scared. You didn't take your pills yet? No. You'll be okay. I mean, yeah, I know. But I was just like, let's ride. If if this is just, like, a manic wave, 
let's just ride it. And then, like, when it starts to dip down, which it probably will when it starts to, like, cool off a little bit. Yeah. Um, then I'll take them. It's probably just my brain convincing itself to procrastinate, but. Yeah. I think this time it's doing a really good job. That's yeah. some solid logic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I feel like you should just take them now. Yeah, I'll do that. No, I was going to take them tonight because it's, like, supposed to cool off a little bit and the day's coming. Yeah. But, yeah, I just, I didn't want to do them last night because I was like, ah, if this today, I don't want to, like, throw, like, a wrench into the mix when I have, oh, like, yeah. stuff to do. Yeah. It'd be nice that I can, like, not do one of these for, like, another week or two. And yeah. then, like, start it, like right after this and then i know what i'm dealing with by the time i get to another one yeah for sure yeah i get that i uh i just switched a medication today i started well i think last night i think i started taking it really yeah which so what did you switch um i switched off my anti-anxiety medication um to another anti-anxiety medication but i have to come off of my first anti-anxiety medication yeah <laughs> like over the duration of like a week i think um i just like cut it in half yeah but i still have to start my other medication yeah like yesterday yeah that's fair so no switching medications rough i mean it's i i bet it's better with like a psychiatrist doing it for you because mm -hmm. they'll like they'll actually be like you got to take this slow instead of a doctor being like i'll just down the dose to like half yeah and that like fucking you up yeah yeah um that's kind of like when i came off of effexor my psychiatrist didn't really tell me that there was going to be like major withdrawal yeah my doctor didn't either um and uh i feel like i probably should have taken more time to come off of it i don't remember exactly like how long i came off of it for yeah or like how long it took me to come off of um, but I don't know. I feel like some warning would have been nice. Some warning would have been nice. You know, you know where I found it from? I didn't even know that it was like the side effects of coming off of it. I'm just like, oh, this is how like miserable I was before I went on the medication. Mm -hmm. That's all I thought. And then, or this is, you know, I just thought that's how I felt. Yeah. Like I thought the brain zaps were just like, I've probably always had these. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I mean, I know I didn't, but like I convinced myself. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. And I was just like a fucking zombie for, I don't know, like six months after getting off of them. Yeah. A little bit before them, too, because I was like coming down in doses. Yeah. But fucking I was just watching one of Dr. Drew's shows one time and somebody like wrote into the show and was like, hey, I'm like coming off of Fexer. Like, I've read some bad things. Like, what do you know about this? And he was just like, it is one of the worst drugs to come off of in the world. Yeah. And I was just like, what? And I was all ears. And he started talking about the brain zaps and he started talking about, um, like just the misery and like the fog that follows. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, oh my God, that's exactly where I'm at right now. Yeah. And yeah, gave, gave a couple of like typical doctor tips, just like, um, fucking like stay hydrated you know take some vitamins and shit like that mm -hmm. so the, i did that and that kind of helped but yeah, yeah fuck effects her 
Yeah, yeah, fuck Bexer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Thanks, I... Dr. Drew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I had a friend who took a Fexer and uh how she came off of it is she took because they have they're like little beads inside the the capsules. Yeah. And she would open up the capsule and take out one little bead at a time. Yeah, I didn't realize they were just little. I was like, I'm sure this is just powder in here. No, they're little beads. I'll never like forget the sound that it made like when I swallowed them. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, it's wild. I finally when I realized it was just beads in there, I finally figured out what exactly pharmacists do back there. Because I was just I was just like, I don't even understand how this works. Like, do they just get like a bunch of sizes of these pills shipped in and they just divide them up or or something? No, there's fucking like beads in there that they have to measure out and shit. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping to have a pharmacist on the show very soon. Yeah. So I'm some, really excited about You got some questions. Yeah. Not just some questions, but I definitely want to be like, what's the process like? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah, fuck a faxer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. should be like the model of the show. It's fuck a faxer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, coming off of it was probably like the worst five days of my life. Yeah. Like I've never felt worse. Like it was horrible. Like. What were you doing when you were coming off of Fexer? Like, were you working? No, I took the week off work. Nice. I had I only were, had to work three days that week because I was working at the retirement home. And uh, I called in sick for all three days because I just, there was no way I could fucking even function. Yeah. And I just sweated it out in my bed. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. God, I should have done that. Yeah. Because I just like... I have this bad habit of whenever something bad happens to me, I just keep working. Oh, yeah. See, I shut down, like, immediately. Like, I remember we went to put Asia down. We did it, and we got out of there, and we were all, like, a fucking just teary mess. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, back to work. (laughs) Because I'm just that emotionally shut off, apparently. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I remember where I was going with that. I like these joints. They're very powerful. They are very I'm powerful. Glad I, I'm glad I got the Cold Creek Kush. That's more powerful. Yeah. They're not bad. Right? I can't tell if the drink is doing anything, though. I don't think so. I don't think it would do it this quick. I mean, I'm on an empty stomach, but even then, I don't think it would. I've had three teaspoons of peanut butter today. Really? That's, <laughs> that's a lot. Oh, and I had a burger at lunch. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I guess... I guess I ate a lunch. I had some cottage cheese. Yeah, so you're not empty stomach. Yeah. I mean, that, I think that would have digested by now, wouldn't it? Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I didn't really expect these drinks to have, like, a super radical effect or anything. Like, no. 10 milligrams. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Oh. But it's still better than, like, the little bitch, like, two and a half milligram ones that they have. Yeah. But I wasn't expecting, like, a near mushroom trip kind no. of experience <laughs> no 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 i but didn't think so either at least it tastes good yeah they were really good right this ant won't stay away from it yeah should have thought of bug spray i'm so dumb some days that's okay um i, I know you might not have prepared for this one because you were super anxious but when did the painting start i'm curious about that the painting yeah uh 2019 what like what was the thought process um 
Because they're cool shit. The first one I did is hanging in my bathroom right now. Really? Yeah, it's like a multicolored one. And it's just all dripping down. It's not like how I usually do them. Yeah. But this is how it first started. Um, And uh, I was thinking about what to paint. And I was just like kind of drawing on the canvas. And I was like erasing it because that looked like shit. And, um, And then I just started like fucking around with like the paint and just the brushes and stuff and brush strokes and um i don't know and then it just led to me dumping paint down the the side of it so that it poured down yeah um but yeah i don't know um it was around um the time that we had a death in the family yeah so that was like kind of i was thinking about that and uh yeah that's just kind of where it went from there nice i just like felt so shitty i needed to like make something make something you know and yeah so it's in my bathroom right now nice yeah yeah i like your paintings they're cool yeah thanks i'm definitely when i do the next studio the one that like in a year from now when i start decking it out i'm gonna definitely have one of those in the background sweet or somewhere at least yeah, my dad has one in his studio. Nice. Yeah. 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 It's definitely got to have a lot of black. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, my buddy's got a big one. Like a like a really big one at like the in his in his dining room. Oh, really? Yeah. Like kind of like where the table is. Like you did it? I painted it, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. How many of those like yeah. giant ones have you done? Oh, just the one. Just the one? Yeah, just the one. Yeah. It was fun though. It was lots of fun to do. I bet it would be. Yeah. Yeah. I'll show you a picture of it. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So you're gonna keep doing it then? Um, I don't know. I feel like it was just a phase. Really? Yeah. I feel like I'm kinda over it. Um don't really have the motivation to do that right now. I've just kind of been in like work mode and grinding as the kids yeah, call it. Grinding. <laughs> and taking care of myself mentally. Yeah. That I haven't really like been painting. I did one painting like a couple weeks ago and I didn't like the way that it looked, so I just trashed it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm really jealous of it. I'm kind of jealous of anybody that has like a knack for any visual arts because that's one area I just have zero talent. Oh, yeah. I like, can't do anything else. <laughs> but you can. You can make those paintings. They were cool. Yeah, I can't do anything else. Oh. Yeah. Yet. Yet. I've kind of realized that a lot of that stuff is just, like, a matter of how much you put into it. Oh, totally. You know, like, if you just, if you keep putting more time into something, you're going to get better at it, regardless mm-hmm. of if you have talent or not. Yeah. But your talent is going to be, like, what decides your, like, starting off point. Mm-hmm. Like... My roommate's trying to learn guitar as I'm trying to, like, relearn it, sort of, very sparingly. <laughs> but he'll just he'll just be like, I'm going to play this. And I'll be like, all right, let's just figure it out. And I'll have it in, like, a couple of minutes. But, yeah, yeah, it's, it's weird because I kind of, I don't know if I started doing that when I was a kid and had, like, talent for it. But a lot of, maybe it was just my age, but a lot of it came really quick. Yeah. Like, it didn't 
it just didn't take long to like start developing skill. Mm-hmm. Whereas I've seen a lot of people try that's like playing different instruments and it just, you know, takes them like forever to learn anything. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, used to play the clarinet. Oh, yeah, we were talking about this. We yeah. both played the clarinet. We both cla- yeah, we school. both played. Yeah. And I play, I learned pretty quick and I was pretty good at it. How long did you do it for? Just a few years. Nice. Like two, three years, maybe. You were thinking about getting back into it? No, no. <laughs> my clarinet is long gone, unfortunately. Yeah, maybe one day you can get another one. No, probably not. I always want, I always, uh, so I thought the clarinet was so lame when I played it. Yeah. And then, uh, later in like, um, I don't know, I guess my high school band career, I, uh, I started seeing like they had bigger ones with that just like went lower, mm-hmm. started to look like saxophones. I was just like, I should have stuck with that because that looks fucking cool. Yeah. 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 But I didn't. I just I switched to drums and drums are about as far as you can go with drums mm-hmm. down that rabbit hole. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I uh, I can't play anything else. Never really tried. I think I, well, I tried to play the guitar a little bit, but yeah, um, I played left-handed. So really, yeah. So it was kind of like it was kind of a bitch to learn. Yeah, but yeah. Hey, did you play left-handed because that's what felt good? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you left-handed? I'm ambidextrous. Well, I, yeah, but like, were you always ambidextrous? Yeah. Really. Well, what hand do you write with? My right hand. Well, but I do everything fun. else with my left hand. That's weird. Yeah. See, like I'm, I know I'm right-handed, but I also know that, like, um, like as an exercise, when I was learning to play the drums, uh, my drum teacher was like, "Start playing the drums left-handed." Yeah. Like, just take the entire kit and switch it, mm-hmm. and uh, and then once that starts to get like easier. Like, start doing everything else left-handed. Just make it, like, a cognitive, like, remind yourself. Like, mm-hmm. no, 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 we're, we're working this one. Yeah. You know? And, uh, I don't know, I definitely feel like it helped my coordination, and now I'm, like, barely ambidextrous. Like, I can't write with my left hand, but mm-hmm. I can barely write with my right hand anyway, <laughs> so it's not that bad. Yeah. But, I don't know, I feel like that definitely helped. I don't know, are ambidextrous people, like real like i feel like that's a a learned thing later in life we're all kind of born like either right-handed or left-handed oh i definitely have in my ambidextrousness is forced um because when i was younger i was left-handed but then the teacher did people made you do it right-handed yeah people made me be right-handed so now the only that's why the only thing i can do with my right hand is right yeah and i can do everything else with my left hand that's fucked that people did that Right. <laughs> That's like, I don't know. It's messed up. Yeah. So. Um, like I remember like a buddy of mine has like two young kids and uh, apparently the grandparents came over one day and found out the one was like left handed and were like, she's from the fucking devil. You have to change this right now. Oh my God. <laughs> fucking old people, right? Yeah. Old people are the most ridiculous human beings on the face of the earth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I worked at the care home, there was this uh, elderly lady and she was she was like 103. And just Jesus. some of the stuff that would come out of her mouth was just like, 
absolutely ridiculous like so racist does that yeah does that make you want to not live that long um yeah kind of so it definitely does for me yeah um but i mean at the same time like they grew up where that was the norm and like that was the norm for them to be racist that's true but it's also it's a brand new norm that people even live that long oh yeah. that's i think the fucked up part about yeah. it yeah i mean she was like 103 yeah so i mean if we were the same age like 100 years ago i think like we would be like writing our wills yeah at like you know 30 yeah pretty much and i don't know man i just think about like i don't think we're built to last that long no i think just stuff starts to go and it's like i don't know it's fucking scary i don't, I don't want to do that like if i can really keep it up like the mind and the body mm-hmm. just keep them like working pretty well i think I, I think i wouldn't mind making it to 80 but like if stuff starts to like really go like yeah. just like the second it starts to go just like take me out just take me out yeah <laughs> just put me out of my misery yeah that's funny take me to the same room that they put asia down in just needle yeah some head scratches yeah <laughs> needle <laughs> some belly rubs. and it's over <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah oh right oh asia <laughs> oh asia i know um yeah but uh I think that I'd probably the same 80 if I can if I can reach 80 like pretty like like pretty good yeah without shit getting fucked up then I think I'd be pretty happy but yeah as soon as like shit started to go south like put me out of my misery kind of thing I feel like that generation was also a little bit more risk taking than we are like they were kind of I don't know, like, they were just so, they had less data to look at to, like, judge the risk, but they, like, so many of that generation is just drunks. Oh, 100%. Like, they're just wasted all the time, and that's yeah. the norm for them. Yeah. They're like, they're like Russian people are, like, today. Mm-hmm. They're just like, yeah, you just, you have three beers with lunch, like. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's, like, a lot of that risk-taking and, like, self-destructive behavior is kind of why they're we see so many of them in such bad shape but i think our generation is going to be better for that yeah i hope so a little bit at least i mean yeah we all did like some ecstasy as a kid but i feel you know, like i never did ecstasy really i've only ever done molly that's kind of the same thing isn't it yeah i mean it's yeah but i did it once and i was like 28 yeah so like a couple years ago yeah so i never did ecstasy as a kid no i, I think molly's good... better though isn't it <laughs> i think it's worse really i was i isn't was not it just... like pure ecstasy yeah i was always told that like ecstasy is like cut with something or diluted oh maybe like molly's just like the clean the good stuff oh i don't know but i don't yeah i don't know either i don't know but that's we'll have to do some googling i know maybe experiment <laughs> with it but yeah, I don't know. It seems like I don't know if it's maybe just the people I surround myself with. It feels like everybody had a lot of the same experiences, like a little like they tried Molly. Everybody like that I know is just like most people that I know have just like tried like Coke or mm-hmm. um but I don't know, it seems like a lot of people our age now are just like not 
doing that well into like their 30s, 40s, 50s like they used to. No. But no. Maybe, maybe that's just lived experience and I'm just like, it's actually getting so much. It's probably getting worse now that I think about it. Yeah. Like it's, there's probably, yeah, there's probably more people addicted to drugs now than there ever has been. Oh, 100%. Definitely. Yeah. Especially pharmaceuticals. Yeah, well, those, those make a big, those make a bit, or made a big dent in uh, people doing drugs. Because that was like, you know, that was getting like people that without those might not have been addicted to drugs, addicted to those drugs. Mm-hmm. Like it was so fucked up. Did you ever watch, uh, what's that one documentary? Um, I don't remember what it's called. There's this fucking documentary about like the whole, like how the opi- opioid epidemic started. Okay. Um, I don't know. It had a really catchy title, but it was on Netflix for a while and it was, I don't know. It really just like opened my eyes to being like, oh, okay, there's, there's a lot. There's like a few people that like really profited off of just all these fucking people like getting addicted to drugs and dying. Yeah. I'm like that, that I watched it at such a pivotal, like 24, 25. I was just like, oh, this is how the world works. Mm-hmm. That's good to know. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's a fucked up world we live in. Yep, it is. Um, I think the grossest thing related to drugs I ever saw was um, seeing somebody after they got their. Um, their arms drained from missing the vein too many times oh fuck and she showed she like opened up the bandage and showed me and it was just like it was disgusting it was the grossest thing i've ever seen in my life yeah and now after that i was like i'm not fucking ever touching a needle yeah like no way yeah that definitely that feels like you've gone too far yeah yeah for sure i don't know if it's gone too far i'm sure lots of people come back from that but that it definitely feels like another level Mm-hmm. Like if you were to start fucking around with needles, that's when you're like, you know, there, mm-hmm. there's a good chance this is going to be near impossible to like get over. Yeah. Because that stuff is just so stupid addictive. Yeah. 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 I can't imagine. Definitely glad I never did that one. No, me neither. Any of those ones. No, me neither. No. But no, I feel like the lighter stuff, it probably shaped me into who I am now a little bit. Probably. Those experiences and meeting all those sketchy people. Probably. Makes sense. Yeah. But I don't know. There'll be fun stories now. Yeah. I've told a lot of those stories here. It's probably a bad idea, but I don't know. They're fun. It's fun to look back on. All the mistakes you've made sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, we should wrap this up. This was really fun. Yeah. I'm really glad I got you in here. Thanks. Yeah, me too. You, uh, I should also say you're also like, I don't think you remember this, but you were like one of the biggest people that was like, you should do this, like this podcast. Oh, I was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was like totally rooting for you. And you recommended last, not last week's, but the, the last guest I had here. Yeah. I wouldn't have had that awesome podcast if you hadn't been like you should have boozy on no nope. that was sick yeah but i still have to finish watching that one 
Yeah. Yeah. I think I got to the panty sniffer part and I was like, haha, and then I shut it off. <laughs> and I have yet to finish watching it, but I will. Oh, that's okay. If you don't. But yeah, where uh where can people find you if they want to find you? Uh underscore grave markings Instagram. Hit me up. For good memes. Yeah, for good memes. And some paintings, maybe. And maybe some art. Who yeah. knows? We'll see. Yeah, well, it's been really fun having you. Thanks. Did you like the drink? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I'll have to try it again. Right. I'll have to try the citrus one next. Yeah, they're like 10 bucks a pop, which is pretty good. It's like a buck a milligram. That's not bad. Yeah. Sweet. Um. But yeah, we'll have you on again one time. Okay, sounds good. Cool. Saturday Night Smoke Show on all the audio apps. Satan's foreskin everywhere else. Hit me up on Instagram if you want a hat. There's only a few left, so get them while they're hot. Deuces, sluts.